Hello friends, in this week's episode we are taking a break from our normal programming to talk Tiger Woods and all things the Masters. We'll recap college basketball next week, but this week it's all about a tradition unlike any other. Joining us this week is our golfing buddy, loyal LR Weekly listener, and all-around good guy, James Lewandowski. Some might say he's better than most. We'll get back to college basketball next week. Enjoy this week's pod. I feel like the first words uttered have to be hello friends. Oh yeah, I was going to say it's got to be it's got to be hello friends. I yeah. mean I, I'm about to be about as unproductive at work over the next 2 days as I think I can remember being strictly because of one man and one man only. Bryce Deschamp, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, that, I that he. I think he qualifies as he who shall not be named on. Uh, oh, okay. I'm, a, I'm, any golf podcast that involves myself. Okay. Sorry about that. But I mean, we we, we got to start. I mean, we're we're talking masters. We have to start with Tiger. I mean, it was insane today. Um, watching some of the other press conferences from yesterday. And, like, the first question that every single other golfer is getting asked is, so what do you think about Tiger being out here? So, gentlemen, first, we'll go guest first. So, James, uh, what do you make of Tiger Woods playing in the Masters? I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I've been watching, you know, Golf Channel Live from Augusta since about 7 o'clock this evening. They've been hitting the, the highlights with Freddie Couples, John Rahm. You know, and they made a good point. They said 10 months ago – would you believe us if we said Phil Mickelson will not be in the Masters, but Tiger Woods will be? I mean, especially coming off of his PGA Championship. Exactly, it's unbelievable. I, I kind of got this feeling back late February, early March. He's coming back for the match. Better way, could he come back? And and to be on Palm Sunday, I mean. They will be waving azalea branches <laughs> at the king coming down eighteen. Sunday afternoon. I mean, to me, could there's no imagine, there's no better place to come back than Augusta. Could you imagine if he's in contention on Sunday? Like that's, you know, you, you watch it a little bit, like with Tony Finau back in 2019. Like a lot of these younger golfers haven't experienced Sunday Tiger at a major. And I I think that's what everybody is talking about. Just the fact that everybody, it's just so much better for golf as a whole if Tiger's playing Saturday, Sunday, you know, and that's – he's he just brings an extra – a little bit of extra electricity to, the, to Augusta. Just the amount of people watching his practice round is just unreal. And Well, and th- that was the thing. Like, if you looked at pictures – from Tiger's practice rounds, it looked like Sunday. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I've been watching Golf Channel, and they showed a clip 20 minutes ago. Um, on, he's hitting on 16. Them galleries are 20, 30, 40 deep. It's like Sunday. It's it's going to be nuts. And if he's in contention, unbelievable. Yeah. And, and I think that – yeah, I mean, James, you're a little bit older than Christian and I. Not that much older. Growing up, I mean, we had Jordan until, like, Christian, you and I were seven. um, The last title run for the Bulls. The only real dominant single figure for us growing up was Eldrick. I mean, he was, I mean, we grew up and it was Tiger. I mean, you still have what sort of golf clubs, Christian? I have Nike. And why? And, because and, of one man. That's right. And I mean, every, you guys, I think Josh, we, I think I play almost every round of golf with you during the summer. I don't think I golf a single round of and anywhere. It could be at Hamlet or Sandy Pines and I'm wearing red and I'm wearing my tiger hat and I have Nike clubs because of Tiger, and they I got them right before Nike stopped producing, you know, golf equipment. And 
to me, it's just he is what the sport needs. And, you know, there's a lot of guy dominant golfers nowadays, but everyone takes a back seat when Tiger is in Augusta, you know, and everybody's going to be following him, whether he's, you know, in contention or not. But I just, how we said, if he's in contention on Sunday, the goosebumps, the crowds, just, it, it'll be insane. And, and if you look at Tiger overall, like, you know, first of all, the I do comment at his press conference. Josh, like, I love your tweet. Your tweet was awesome. You said that <laughs> it was only the second best I do I've heard in my life and the first <laughs> at my wedding. That is Correct. just so it's so real, though. Like when he said, do you think when you when, you know, he gets asked, do you think you, you can win this tournament? I do. And you're just like, pump it in my veins. Let's ride, baby. You know, I got I got goosebumps. Yeah. I mean, and when you look at his record, his stats at the Masters. So he's had 21 previous starts at the Masters. 14 times he's finished in the top 10. Eight top threes and obviously he's won five green jackets he's never missed a cut at the masters now could be the jinx of all jinx but he has won 9.6 million dollars at augusta (laughs) national golf club that's 9.6 million dollars that's insane And, and i'm gonna date myself here you know like as josh mentioned i'm a little older than these guys um but I started playing the game of golf because of Tiger Woods in 1997. I'll be honest, I didn't watch the Masters in 97, but I got swept up in Tiger mania. And I'm sure these two guys were, what, six months old at that point? But, I mean, Tiger <laughs> transcended the sport when that happened. I watched the HBO special about a year and a half ago of him. And all these younger guys, you know, and they quoted, I can't remember who the sports writer was, but he said, all these younger guys want a shot at Tiger on a Sunday. And he said to them, the F you do. The F you mm-hmm. do. If he's in the hunt on Sunday, look out. Yeah. Well, it, it's you also look that the game of golf is where it is strictly because of Tiger. You look almost every PGA event now – if you win, you are instantly a millionaire. That wasn't the case before Tiger. Tiger brought that flair. He brought that just domineering personality in the late 90s and early 2000s that I don't think the sports world has seen since. You know, people want to say that, oh, well, LeBron's a dominant athlete, which he is. But really, like in our lifetime, there have been two people who I would say have dominated their sport to a level that can be compared with. So you have Tiger. The only other one is Michael Phelps. Besides those two, there is not a single human being on planet Earth who has dominated their sport the way that Tiger has. And like you look this year, the winner of the Masters is going to take home over $2 million dollars. That would have been I mean, unheard of if you would have told Arnie and Jack and all of those boys back, you know, in the 60s and 70s that, hey, you're going to have a single payout of $2 million to the winner of one tournament. They would have called you crazy. And it's all because of Eldridge. And, and I heard the phrase earlier today, Tiger Woods in his prime anesthetized his competition. I mean, this is a guy who Christian, do you know what that word means? Uh, <laughs> I plead the fifth. All it's right. Been a, long, <laughs> it's been a long day, guys. It's been, been a long day. I mean, he would you... essentially, you know, he would lay his competition out. This is a guy who is so cold-blooded, he seriously considered becoming a Navy SEAL and quitting the game of golf. I mean – he would just look at his competition and they would instantly just shrivel and die. Well, and we even saw that in 2019. 
I mean, people forget he didn't have the lead going into Sunday. And you watched Finau and Molinari. Like, Francesco Molinari might not ever recover from what happened to him on Masters Sunday in 2019. I mean, that was, I mean, Tiger, all he did was just stood there. And you watch Francesco Molinari just absolutely wilt under that sort of pressure. And again, why? It's all because of Tiger. And Christian, like you said, he picked up the game because of Tiger. And now, you know, obviously you can't talk Tiger without talking the negatives about him as well. There were negatives that surrounded Tiger Woods. Like we are not sitting here saying that Tiger is this upstanding moral being. That's not at all what we are saying. But he defined golf in a way that very few people have ever solely defined one aspect of sport. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I'm just so happy it's happening at Augusta. I just, you know, to me, Augusta's always been the weekend that started to kick off when we could actually go out in Northwest Indiana and start playing golf, which right now that's not looking promising. But <laughs> hey, two inches of snow th- Friday, what could possibly go wrong? But I just, when I was a, growing up, I just knew when my dad would watch the Masters on Sunday that it was almost time for me to go hit at the yellow tees at Creekside and you know, try to get under a 10, you know, and that to me is the start of golfing season for us up here. And just hearing Jim Nance, you know, call it on CBS. It just, it it is, it's like, I'm talking about it right now. And people will be like, how are you getting goosebumps from talking about Jim Nance? Listen to the CBS broadcast, grow up with Jim Nance calling this, the masters and then you'll realize what it's like and uh it's just it's truly a tradition unlike any other well and now that espn has jumped on um this afternoon and got home because for the let's see here uh ninth time out of 10 home spring events uh we got canceled because of rain today um and Scott Van Pelt was on doing SportsCenter Live from the Masters. You combine the ESPN coverage anchored by Scott Van Pelt, who I would say the voice of Scott Van Pelt is right up there with Jim Nance for like our generation, Christian, as like, hey, if SVP is talking about you or if SVP is somewhere, you know it's a big deal. Um, You combine ESPN and SVP on Thursday and Friday and then all day Saturday with Jim Nance, I – yeah. For side note, Jim Nance has the best job in all of sports. Yep. He goes from calling the AFC championship game, bare minimum, some years the Super Bowl, to March Madness and the Final Four. Then he gets on a plane, leaves New Orleans, and flies to Augusta. That's a pretty good life. Yeah. Yes. This is essentially, I mean, Jim Nance week. You know, you got the Final Correct. Four, the national championship game. Then you roll right into Augusta. I mean, if you're Jim Nance, how does life get any better than that? Well, and and it's Augusta, and I mean, I there are very there's no other major in golf that is always played at the same location, right? And and I mean, when you just look at, I mean, the traditions of Augusta, whether that's you know the green jacket the yellow flags. I mean, how do they get the bunkers to stay that perfect white sand all the time? Yep. Just the, the traditions hit you. And I mean, the pimento cheese sandwiches, the, I just, yeah, I was just getting ready to talk about that. The, that I was on TikTok this afternoon on the bus ride home from our baseball game. And, the first thing that pops up is a slow-mo video of an azalea cocktail being made and the little putter mixer that they put in. And it just like, 
what I would give, gentlemen, what I would give. To well, just hey, we're going to get into that. Yeah. We're just, don't jump the gun here, buddy. I'm not. I'm not. You're, I'm reading, just, you're reading to the, the end of the book. No, I'm saying. I well, agree like, with you. You know, this is the stay tuned. You know, we're going to talk about what it would take for us to get to Augusta National. Let's let's just clarify. It would probably be borderline worthy of a divorce. What I would do to get to Augusta, yeah, anyways. Right. <laughs> um, the the tradition. I mean, the caddies always being in the white jumpsuits. I mean, it's. Is there anything in sport that carries its traditions with such reverence as the Masters tournament? I mean, I, I don't know where to begin. You got Butler Cabin, today's par three challenge, where some of these guys are saying that's the highlight of the week for them, you know, playing golf with their kids, their parents, you know, and we've talked about it. We've grown up watching this and I'm watching right now. Guy's wife brings his, you know, looks like one year old son over and he's going to drop the ball in the hole on the par three challenge. When else can you experience that with your family? on a professional golf course. Yeah. There's the hugs and kisses and cries on 18, but to let your kid take a tee shot, even if it's on the par three course at Augusta national is, is something special. I mean, I don't really know if you can put words to that. Well, I think I saw something today. Uh, Trevor, Trevor Emmelman's son, uh, he's a teenager goes up, pulls wedge and puts one within like six inches of the hole. Like that, that could look, that's like lifetime highlight stuff. Um, but again, it only happens at Augusta. I mean, nowhere else does this stuff happen. Yeah, a few years ago, I can't remember if it was Jack Nicholas's son or grandson. He hits yeah, a hole in one. I mean, yeah, grandson. I was just getting ready to say that. It was like 2018 where his grandson holed out. And it's just like, that's the kind of stuff as a golf fan you just live for it's just how amazing and then you know the skip sh- shots on those par threes through the water and then i forget who hold one a couple of years ago hold one out of those skip sh- shots out it was just insane i think it was was it john rom yes it was and it's just like amazing amazing stuff well and, and the idea you combine just the traditions that they have. But I think one of the beautiful aspects of it um, is also that they, they're becoming a little more fan friendly. Um, I mean, the masters has a TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Like never in a million years would I have thought that they had a TikTok. but I think also just the atmosphere um, at Augusta. I mean, like if you look at, first of all, they're not called fans. <laughs> They're patrons. Right. Um, but but the rules that are there for patrons, like there are no cell phones allowed. It like you can't even bring them onto the grounds. You, there's the just the atmosphere, even when you're just watching it on TV. You know, tomorrow I'm gonna be starting watching it on an iPad. You feel this, I, I almost want to say like a reverence for the course and the history that's there that, I mean, you know, because any idiot can go and buy a ticket to the John Deere Classic, you know, not, not to hate on, good, you know, good old TPC Deer Run, but any Joe Schmo can drive out to Silvis, Illinois and get a ticket for the John Deere. Um but and the reverence, Baba Booey or Baba Booey or it's you know, uh, hey Brooksy to Bryson, you know, whenever he walks by. <laughs> which, if anybody wants to yell, let's go, Brooksy to Bryson on the first tee at Augusta, um, I'll, I'll bail you out of whatever jail you get thrown in. Um, but just the atmosphere at Augusta, the only thing that tops the atmosphere is the scenery. I mean, is there a more beautiful golf course than Augusta National? Mm-mm, mm-mm, no, not. No. I mean, Hamlet's up there, but I, <laughs> I, I think honestly, just when you watch the par three, when you watch 
even these practice rounds, like the condition of this golf course, it's just absolutely unreal. And just the opportunity to play there has to be one of the greatest feelings ever. And even to partake in like the champions dinner on Tuesday night. And it's just like that kind of stuff is, is unbelievable. It's unlike any other thing that any other golfer could dream of. Can you imagine getting to make your own menu that other champions have to enjoy? And it's just like, how awesome that, that you have that opportunity and think about tight. I, I, I really want to know what tiger had on his menu. He had steak and chicken fajitas. No. Had, yeah. Yeah. And so there was actually speaking of TikTok, um, but it wasn't like normal steak fajitas. We're talking like prime choice, almost like Wagyu quality, um, here we go. Tigers Champions Dinner Menu. Uh, the internet is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yes, it is. So here we go. At Tigers Champions Dinner, uh, we had. So to we, start. Me, were you there? Correct. Oh, you had not- the Augusta roll, which was a sushi roll. Made with tempura shrimp, spicy tuna, avocado, eel sauce, tempura flakes, pickled ginger, wasabi, and soy sauce. Huh. For the main course was prime steak and chicken fajitas with grilled vegetables, refried beans, Mexican rice, pico de gallo, sour cream, guacamole, and flour tortillas. The dessert trio was flan churros with chocolate sauce and sopapillas. So, I mean, Man, that is the, around the globe right there. Correct. But that's Tiger's personality. Um, so you look like when Patrick Reed won in 2019, you had a prime bone in cowboy ribeye. I mean, that's Patrick Reed. Sergio Garcia's. Uh, was arroz cadaloso de bogavante. I don't know. Ah, that's a sí. lobster. Ah, sí, that's, sí, por favor. Yeah. We be uh, in. Uh, <laughs> it's a Spanish, a Spanish lobster rice. Uh, Danny Willett had a traditional English Sunday roast. Um, being a Texas boy, brisket, smoked half chicken, and pork ribs. So, like, watching what these champions kind of throw into their own menus. Again, there's just, it's just it's better than everywhere else, and it's better than anywhere else does it. And I get you want to have the Open Championship over across the pond, and you have the U.S. Open. I'm sorry, they're not as good. Period. It's just not as good. I mean, to add to the menu discussion, I'm looking at Hideki Matsuyama's from uh, Tuesday night: miso glazed black cod and miziaki wagyu. Finish that off with some Japanese strawberry shortcake. Where else? In a world, are you going to get to experience this that changes like that on a yearly basis? You know, it's not like walking into the Elgin Country Club on a Saturday night and, hey, you know, I'll take the prime rib. I'll take my usual, you know. uh, Especially if you have to walk in from the loser lot. Like, I mean, we can't do that. Oh, no. I mean, I valet that Subaru every time. (laughs) And and it's just – it's that. I mean, there's just – and then you combine that Tiger's coming back. I mean, I cannot remember a single sporting event having this sort of juice really in my life. I mean, and I know that sounds uh, hyperbolic to say right now, but when was the last sporting event that was this amped? Like honestly, I I would say uh probably that Duke Carolina game, how hyped up that was, and then but it's not anything close to this, but I'm just coming up with like the Tom Brady going back to New England, how that was so hyped up to be something like things that we Josh like on this podcast have talked about. I feel like those were things that were hyped up 
but nothing compared to what Tiger is doing to Augusta National. Well, I, th- I think Christian will agree with me on this, and, and Josh will have to digress, but Game 7 of the 2016 World Series. Yeah, yes. I was – I actually, before you even said I was like, the last time that I can remember this much hype, and again, I have to send my apologies to my brother, who is a loyal listener of the pod, um, for bringing this up, um, being the diehard Guardians fan that he is. Oh, gosh, um, Guardians. <laughs> I, um, but th- there hasn't been – I mean, the Cubs World Series. I, so that's what you're talking about. You're talking about a Tiger Woods playing in a tournament and something that only happens once every hundred and however many years. Like that, that's what you're talking about with this golf tournament. Um, I mean, I think just Tiger's first tee shot tomorrow might rank up there with some of the greatest Masters moments ever of all time. The roar when he hits that ball is going to be unlike anything on the first tee. That has ever been heard at Augusta. Would you, when you think? Well, so then that leads me to my next question for each of you. What are some of your favorite Masters moments? And, and I think what I want to do is say, okay, for any of us, is anything going to top Tiger hugging Charlie after winning the 2019 Masters? Yeah, that's, that's definitely. Up there, there's no doubt. But that's that. number one for me. The 2019 Masters, Tiger winning that hugging chart like that. I don't know if that will ever be topped in golf for me. Ever. I, I would I would agree with you there. Although I kind of have, and I can touch on this later. I kind of have a special connection to the Open Championship, especially at St Andrews. But yeah, I mean, walking yeah, off. Okay, the not all of there. us have gotten to walk across the bridge, James. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get to walk okay. across the bridge, but like I guess I can touch that, touch on that later. But when they played that clip, you're hugging Earl in '97 versus Tiger hugging Charlie in 2019. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I got a little misty eyed. Well, I will tell you, like full no hindrance to me telling you this at all. Last night, I'm sitting downstairs, can't sleep. That came up watched the last like hour or so of that coverage. I mean, I cried sitting here in 2022 watching something from three years ago happen. So, I mean, that that's my number one will never be me be beat moment. I, what are some of the other moments that you guys have? Um, one of mine is tiger's chip in at, in 2005. Um, just like right off the, the side of the green that it rolled back and it stopped on the edge of the cup and then just fell right in. Uh, I think the roar of that crowd, that's one of the moments from the Masters that like one of the first moments that I remember vaguely like paying attention to and watching like thoroughly. Like granted, I watched it as a kid growing up with my dad but when Tiger really started to like be my golfer and we started playing those Tiger Woods PGA Tour games and then now all of a sudden I'm bought in and I want to watch Tiger and that's one of the first master moments that I truly remember. I'm going to go with uh, Lefty winning it in 04. Um, and I'll give you a little bit of background on this. So my cousin... Uh, Chad Fransman, his uh, his grandfather, not no relation to me, was a huge lefty fan because he was a left-handed golfer. And in early 2004, he was diagnosed with cancer. And when lefty won, I remember this very, very clearly. Chad called him and said, hey, hey, Papa, and that's what we called him. He wasn't my grandfather, but to me, he was like a third grandfather. I mean, growing up, Chad's parents had a pool by our house that we'd always go to. Uh, Papa and his wife, we call her Fufu. Um, they live right next door. They'd come over, but he called him up. He said, how are you feeling, Papa? He goes, after le- watching Lefty win, I'm feeling great. Sadly, he passed away, you know, a few months after that. But to me, the fact that a golf tournament can do that, it- it's powerful. 
think for me, um, one of the most powerful moments actually comes from last year's Masters um, when Hideki's caddy, you know, he takes the flag off the flag stick, takes the, uh, the flagpole back, puts it in the cup, and then bows to Augusta. That, I mean, because as an American, I mean, like, yeah, Augusta is probably our national treasure when it comes to golf. Um, but to see the reverence that not just, you know, American golfers, but the world over that the people have for this place. Because, I mean, you, you don't see people, you know, bowing when they win at Sawgrass. or you, but And it just seemed completely reverent and natural for him to do that. Um, that was a super cool moment as well last year. Um, Christian, you touched on it. That chip in 05, first of all, I think that was rigged by Nike. <laughs> like, can, can, can we talk for a second? Like, the idea that that chip's going to roll in, and as it's rolling in, the Nike swoosh, perfectly in line with the camera, just rolls in. Like, c- come on. Like, you can't make that stuff up with I, just how perfect right. that was. Yeah, and that that is truly that's in the in the patented tiger fist pump after he drained it. It just is what really to me stuck with me and started my love of what Tiger's done for the sport of golf and just all that and his high five with his caddy and just just awesome stuff. Yeah, and, and for me, the Sunday red, that to me that's Augusta. That's where it all began. I mean, yeah, he's wearing Sunday red, you know, in the 08 U.S. Open. He's wearing it at St. Andrews. But that Sunday red doesn't look any better unless there's, you know, the azaleas and that beautiful green grass behind it. Well, and and I think you look at, you know, I mean, the the Masters, that they played it in November uh, back in the middle of COVID. It wasn't the same. I mean, there weren't any fans there, and it wasn't spring. I mean, it felt different. Um, but I think just, like, when you you get those first, like, early morning shots of Augusta that have been popping up on Twitter this week, I mean, it just kind of gets you going a little bit. I mean, it kind of gets you like, hey, you know, we're getting closer to summer. You know, Christian, like you said, Hey, hopefully someday soon we're going to be uh, playing golf at some point. Yeah. But some of these pictures that are coming out, I mean, just, I mean, how can you, I mean, for me, one of my favorite aspects is just, you know, everyone kind of tunes in for the masters. I mean, even my principal and assistant principal who, I mean, they, they couldn't tell the difference between a driver and a putter half the time. Um but, you know, we were talking about it today. Like, hey, like you know, you're going to watch the Masters this weekend. Um, it, it just kind of brings people together. However, if you ever wanted to go, I, you know, man, like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I put my name in every year to uh, get drawn for tickets. Same here. I'm over. I think I've been doing it for 12 years now. Uh, so I'm, just, I'm 0 for 12. I've just done it the last three years, to be honest. I didn't honestly, um, I have just thought it was just nearly impossible and I had no chance until um, I, I forget somebody got drawn on someone I'm friends with on Twitter that's from Northwest Indiana got tickets somehow. And I don't know who it was, but um, just. I couldn't even imagine what that would be like. So right now, um, well, before we say what the current price is for tickets, um, what would you all, obviously I think there's, you know, a different price tag for a practice round versus a competition round. Um, 
so for a let's say a Tuesday practice round, Christian. So for a Tuesday grounds ticket to Augusta National, what mm-hmm. are you willing to pay for a Tuesday practice ticket to Augusta? I'd say willingly probably like two hundred fifty bucks for Tuesday practice for sure. All right, James. Oh, I was going with five hundred. Okay. All right. Now, Wednesday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You gotta, you gotta give your answer too, there, buddy. Okay, so for a when for a Tuesday practice round, yeah, I would probably say somewhere like the four fifty to five hundred dollar range. Um, now, if you go one day later, Wednesday, par three. Oh, does that increase yes. your price at all? significantly that's when i pay 500 okay james i'm pushing that 750 number i mean the memories they make with their families to me that's something special i know this is a bit off topic but i went to the commissioning of the uss indianapolis in burns harbor a couple years ago and i'm not in the navy but they made the audience feel like they were a part of that ship i feel like if you went to the par three challenge and something special happened you know, somebody's kid, it's a hole in one that you would forever be linked to that moment. So yeah, I'd, 750 easy. Yeah, I mine's right around the 650 um mark. But because see the, the other aspect to that is okay, yeah, you're gonna pay that money to get in. Um first of all, you gotta get there. One um, but then two, you're dropping three, four hundred bucks in that merchandise stand easily, right? Like, I mean, am I wrong with that? No, not at all. I mean, how do you not buy anything there? Any sort of member? I'm if you're going, you don't know when you're going to get to go back again. That's the that's the issue. So then at that point, you're going to have to bring some spending money. I mean, because you can't buy, like, I mean, for the U.S. Open, I can go online to, you know, the USGA, wherever, and buy stuff from this year's, from last year's U.S. Open and from this year's U.S. Open. You can't buy the Masters stuff online. Right. And, and I think that is just pure genius on their part is that, hey, you can only get it here. I mean, I was watching a TikTok today. A guy went in, he bought a flag. He bought three or four hats. He bought a T-shirt. He bought a polo. He brought a a Q-zip. And he bought his kid a little polo. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, that's it? Like, that's all? I mean, I don't know, like, if I would have a dollar left to my name after being at Augusta. Um, Thursday. Masters ticket. So look, combo those Thursday, Friday, Masters ticket. All right, I'm 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 just gonna keep climbing and say now I'm in the seven fifty eight hundred dollar range. So in either Thursday or Friday, obviously you're not into the weekend yet, um, but still a competitive round at the Masters. Christian is at seven fifty. James, I think I'd be pushing a thousand. But honestly, if I found a way to get in there Thursday or Friday, I'd try to be there all four days. And, you know, I think that would probably be the problem. Um, It it would be like a gateway drug to me. Oh, 100%. Because the second – I feel like the second that you got a little taste, you would have to have more. I mean, like disagreeing with that. Um because, like, the idea is that, like, okay, I'm sitting here and I get a little taste of as close to perfection as you're going to get. I mean, the grounds, the atmosphere, the food, I'm not going to be happy with just one day, I don't think. Oh, and I'm, I'm I, right there with you. And I think that maybe, like, one of the differences with the practice rounds is that, 
you know, maybe it wouldn't feel like a traditional round of golf. Like, I mean, I think you probably get more access for a practice round, which is why, like, yeah, if I got Monday, Tuesday practice round tickets, I'm probably happy. Like, I'm good. But if I'm there on Friday, and especially like this year, if I'm there on Friday and I watch Tiger and he fires something in the 60s, and now I'm sitting there and it's Thursday night, Tiger Woods is sitting, you know, maybe two shots back. Uh, yeah, I'm hopping on StubHub and I'm probably entering my credit card <laughs> for a Friday ticket. And I mean, James, like you said, I mean, it sounds insane to say a thousand dollars, but yeah, I mean, if I could get there, I'm I'm probably dropping a thousand. And that's how much. Uh, I was very fortunate. My aunt has been a lifelong Cubs fan, and she we got tickets to game uh, to game five, and she paid about a thousand bucks. And when she called me, she goes, "Do you want to go?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "This ends one of two ways. We either go down in Cubs lore. You know, Fox Sports is going to pan in on us after the final outs made. We're going to have tears down our face, and we'll be played." For years to come, on all those specials they would do about, this is the year for the Cubs. I said, or we're there when history happens. I'll be honest with you guys. I thought it was going to be, you know, the first scenario I described. But now I can say <laughs> I was there when history happened. Well, and that's, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm a thousand bucks easy Thursday, Friday. Now, here comes the question. We're not going to go final round. We'll just go Saturday. We'll go moving day Saturday at Augusta. Christian, can I get you to put a comma in your answer? Yeah, I'm going to go 1250 on Saturday. Um, I think there's so much action on Saturday. You know, when it, it's, it truly is – moving day it's an opportunity for guys to get in that final grouping and guys to solidify themselves as you know someone that could be putting on that green jacket on sunday and i i love the idea of being there you know i feel like i i i am so excited to hear what you guys have to say about your sunday prices but like saturday to me is obviously it's just as exciting as it is Sunday, obviously with subtracting the winner, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm 1250 for sure on Saturday. James. So, you know, as we talked about earlier, due to the beauty of the internet, I'm on StubHub right now. Uh, Saturday ticket is going for 1700 bucks. And I would probably, that's about what I would pay. And Sunday too. I don't know how that's at 1700. But honestly, if I had access to a plane, I'd be saying, "Hey guys, Venmo me, you know, eighteen hundred bucks a piece. We got a plane. What do <laughs> we got do? a plane? Let's go. I know what we're doing Sunday, right? Well, and that's this is where I get in trouble because so I was Katie got home from work today, and I'm sitting there watching the Sports Center coverage. And I just go, someday I'll go. Like I mean, for me. It, obviously having never been to Lambo, I mean, that's still, you know, Christian, a touchy subject. Um, th- I just, I can't believe I've been to Lambo four more times than you have. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's maybe. really, there's two things left on like my fandom bucket list. Um, now we'll go three and one, I should have been able to cross off last year, but I was stupid. and didn't do it. Um, that being going to a White Sox playoff game. I have never been to a White Sox playoff game. Um, number two is Lambeau Field. Um, obviously want to go there. But if given the choice of, hey, you can either go to a Sox playoff game, even a Packer playoff game in Lambeau or Augusta National, like it's not even a question. Yeah. Like I'm going to Augusta, and I mean that Saturday price tag. Unless there's a two in front of that comma, I could justify it in my own mind. Now, 
this is where I would get in trouble because trying to justify to my wife two grand to watch people play golf. I don't know if I could do that. Right. I think I'm in the same boat. Like I, I can hear Crystal now. We could go to Disney for that or we can go and do this for that or we could buy this and a lot of different things that you could do with two grand as opposed to me just me i think that's the other thing it would just be the guys like no way you could take her like i could there's no chance i could take her and me to go to augusta national you know and i just do, do i care like ah, that sounds bad but like I want to be there with people who appreciate it. Right. And I think walking Augusta National on a tournament day with people that appreciate it would be emotional in itself. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, people think it, like I'm crazy when I say that sports is emotional. But you're if you're not emotional about sports, then what do you like? What do you have? You know what I mean? Like that's what we have. We have something to look forward to to get emotional about because we ourselves are not partaking in. We're not professional athletes. We're not professional golfers. I am a hack job as a golfer, if anything, but. To walk Augusta National with like guys like you know James and Josh, you guys just that appreciate this, and we'd sit here and talk about it. Would it would be emotional because this it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for guys like us. Yeah, and I think like for me, you know, much love to both of you, but like if there's one person I'm taking to Augusta, it's my dad. I mean. Because he and I have talked forever. Like, can you believe this place? Like, I still honestly have trouble believing that that place even exists. Right. Like, how can something that perfect exist? But now here comes the ultimate question. Your Sunday price tag for a Sunday final round at Augusta National. How much are you paying? All right. Um Here's here's my price tag if Tiger is not in contention is probably to uh 19 to to there's a 2 in front of the comma. <laughs> that is without Tiger in contention, Josh. If Tiger's in contention, take my house. Take my <laughs> take everything that has my name on it what i would give to see tiger in contention at augusta national the price tag would just say priceless (laughs) it would say whatever you want take it i that opportunity to me would be absolutely priceless james I think I'm right there with Christian. I, I I would probably pay two grand if Tiger wasn't in contention because there's so many storylines and they've been touching on them all week that aren't Tiger related. I mean, for all we know, yeah, Tiger could be out of it, but we could be there at the start of the next Tiger, the next Jack, the next Arnie. You know, we got a lot of young up-and-comers here. But, yeah, if Tiger's in contention – Take it all. I mean, I don't care. And <laughs> to, to talk to your point earlier, I think I could get Tara to go because she will watch the Masters just to look at the scenery. And so will her mom. I mean, they've talked uh, that they would go just to look at the scenery now. Yeah, the scenery is beautiful, but I'm there to watch history. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, you two taking the easy way. Uh, you can't put a price tag on it. I'm going to put a price tag on it. If Eldrick Woods is in contention on the Sunday of Augusta National, fellas, I in my head, I can justify $4,500. Yeah. 
<laughs> you the fact that you use the word justify might cause you to lose your lose your marriage. I like okay, see that's I told you I told you from the very beginning. But okay, oh. honestly, like this, it's I know it sounds insane. It is a legitimate once in a lifetime opportunity yeah and you know what boys? especially now especially now because all right yeah i'm a little bit more appreciative of tiger now i mean first we thought oh he's never gonna win again and then 2019 happens and you're like oh tiger's back and then his car accident happens where they're like yeah you know what tiger might have to have his legs amputated when do you ever get the opportunity to say I got to watch the greatest to ever do what he has ever done, period. The greatest there ever was, the greatest there ever will be, in the greatest single location for that sport, the greatest there ever was, the greatest there ever will be is Augusta National, and it is Tiger Woods. That, that is legitimately a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Hey boys, and you're about to make fun of me for saying forty five hundred dollars? No, 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 no. I'm I'm just gonna say right now, God created credit cards on purpose for situations. (laughs) (laughs) You just pay her back as much as you can over time, but you'll die before you ever pay it all back. You know, (laughs) that's one of those credit card situations right there. I'll give you some words of advice my dad gave me, Josh. She'll get over it. It's only money, and it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. That's right. Amen. Right. So, James, when we're together on Sunday watching this, I'm going to bring up that statement, and then we're going to start convincing the wives that, hey, next next April, we're, we're going to be in money. Georgia. And it's just money. It's just money, you know. Who needs to send our kids to college? It's just money. Right. Um, but I mean, I think all right, and it's crazy talk. And yeah, saying that you would spend upwards of five grand to go to one day, it seems insane. But I mean, I think that shows what the masters means, not just to us. But I think if you were to ask almost any golf fan, their answers, while maybe not on that magnitude, would be very, very similar for how they feel about not just Augusta, but everything that surrounds the Masters. Yes. And so, you know, we've been going here almost an hour. Uh, My attention span isn't that long. Uh, So, fellas, uh, how I want to close this is I want to get – a top 10, a top five, and your pick to win. So obviously, you know, your top 10 can have some, you know, but then I want to know who you think is going to win the Masters. Uh, If you need a minute to, you know, get your wits about you, you know, we just had a very emotional conversation about money and our deep desires. Um, I fully understand that. So I will go first. Um. So I'm looking here. Uh, so my top 10, I really like uh, world number one, Scotty Scheffler. I don't necessarily like him to win this week, um, but I do like Scotty Scheffler to uh, crack that top 10 um, at Augusta. Top five, I'm going to roll with the boy JT, Justin Thomas. I think. Uh, Justin could be a sneaky pick this week. Obviously, he played with Tiger Monday and Tuesday. He's already used to that buzz that's in the air, which I think could go a long way. Uh, And my winner, uh, you can get him right now at plus 2,200 on whether that's FanDuel or wherever you look, Colin Morikawa, because I heard a great quote Augusta's not a driving course. And yeah, I mean, your short game has to be great. Augusta is a second shot golf course. 
and there's no one that's much better than Colin Morikawa at gaining strokes from the fairway. So I'm going to take Colin Morikawa as my prediction for the outright winner of the Masters this week. All right. Um, so we're going – I thought you were going to list off like ten, your top ten, like all ten Oh, guys. no, no, no. Just, just give me one that you think will be in the top ten. All right. So I'm going to give a surprise in my top ten. Someone I really like that's been playing some pretty good golf right now, and that's Kevin Kisner, man. I, it ain't no hobby, fellas. That's ain't I, no I, hobby. I just really like the way he's been playing. Um, he played really well at the Dell Technology match play, and just um, ran to the number one player in the world. I mean, yeah, that happens, and, you know. And I just, I, I really like him as a person, so I'm rooting for him too. You know, watching all those um, barstool uh, golf shows with those guys. The ain't no hobby. That's right, ain't no hobby. So that's one guy that I think is a sleeper in the top ten. Um, a guy that I think is going to make uh, the top five that not too many people are talking about. Tony Finau, man, I he kind of just comes and goes and doesn't really. He's not so consistent, but I just. I just really think he's going to finish in the top five this week. Uh, that's kind of – I'm just giving you surprise. My, all my picks are surprise picks. I'm just going to be – I'm just going to be honest. Um, who do I think is winning the Masters? Boys, Christian, do you think Tiger Woods can win a Masters? <laughs> I do. I do. Give me – Sir Tiger Woods with the green jacket on 18. That's your master's clue answer of the week. Okay, Tiger so with the putter on 18 with his green jacket. So I'm going to tell you this right now. So I'm going to pull up our extended forecast right now. So the forecast for Sunday in Valparaiso, Indiana, I know it's not great. Thursday and Friday. Let's see what it is on Sunday. So Sunday, the high is 53 after 39, after 45, 39, 40. If Tiger Woods wins the Masters, I am picking you two up so you can witness me run and do a plunge into Lake Michigan. <laughs> if I'm, Tiger Woods wins the Masters, this week, I will do a plunge, keep it. Keep the receipts. We'll post it on Twitter. If Tiger Woods wins the Masters, I am plunging into Lake Michigan. If Tiger Woods wins the Masters, I'm going to do more than plunge in Lake Michigan. <laughs> I might, I might plunge into the, my pool with a cover on it right now. At this, point. I like I, that. I just what I would give just to have him in contention on Sunday. But it's just like, guys, this is kind of like what. It was, and again, we're, I'm like relating this to college basketball, but with Duke and Coach K, like the writing is on the wall. Like I understand Duke didn't make it to the national championship, but we'll say like the final four, that's a huge deal, right? And it's almost like the writing is written on the, like this was supposed to happen. Tiger's supposed to come back for Augusta. Tiger's supposed to contend for the Masters Championship and that green jacket. It's just, it's like, guys, this is what we dream about. This is like, if he is in contention, I will not sleep Saturday night. I will be up Sunday. Like, I'll have my putting green in my living room <laughs> from Sunday, Saturday night to Sunday morning, just chipping a, chipping a putt, you know? And just, to me, I... I'm picking him because why not? It's too perfect to not happen. I love you, by the way. <laughs> like, I just, I love you. Hey, that's why they keep me on this pod. You know, it's not, <laughs> not to make smart picks, but to pick the ones that people want to hear. All right, James. Yeah, that, that was very tempting. And I was going to say, you know, I was going to go with Tiger, but it's like, to me, that's like, you know, Josh taking Kentucky all the way in the NCAA tournament. Me taking Which I Purdue didn't all the do. 
which I, I did not take Purdue either. It's like that's where my heart's at, and let them bust my bracket. But uh, for both of our cases, that didn't happen. So I'm gonna go for my uh, for my top ten. Give me give me Brooksy. You know he he seems to show up in the majors. Uh, he, he's got consistent performance. You know of like his starts, he, he's won like 15 percent of his majors. But I just don't think he's got it for the Masters. Top five, a guy who's consistently in the hunt in all majors, Louis Oosthuizen. I mean, St. Louis He's better yeah. at Augusta. He, he's Mister Reliable. And for my for my winner, give me Mister Gilmore's caddy, Will Zalatoris. <laughs> another guy. Another guy who knows how to hit follow up shots, and he was right there last year uh, with Hideki. So yeah, make Mr. Gilmore proud on Sunday. Win that gold jacket, take it from Shooter. Yeah, I I always follow I follow Shooter on Twitter, and just when he was just when anytime he's contending, that Twitter handle is amazing. It is second to none. Just like oh, here he comes! Here comes Mr. Gilmore's caddy. It's just awesome, and I really do like that pick, James. I, I I'm actually thinking about uh, you know hopping on the old FanDuel DraftKings. I think that's a guy that those odds can't be too great, and I I like that pick. Well, and I mean, come on now, let though the odds. Be great or small, Christian. Um, being a Notre Dame football fan that you are, yeah. Um, anyway, gentlemen, I mean, we could sit here and go on for another hour about the Masters, but um, we're gonna end it there. Uh, James, thank you for staying up way too late, uh, with us. You're a loyal listener, uh, and we couldn't think of a better topic to have you on to discuss uh definitely looking forward to uh that first time the three of us you know pull up take that nice little left hand turn coming off the range and up to the first tee at sandy pines um that that cannot get here soon enough uh so from all of us here at lr weekly enjoy the masters thanks for having me on the pod guys i really appreciate it